and some guy on reddit the other day posted a video and it was like um please tell me how i didn't kill this guy and he posted a clip of like a player standing still that he like got the jump on and he fires it and someone in response replayed the video and slowed it down and zoomed in and he wasn't hitting the head like that's what it came down to it looked like he was hitting the head but because there's no aim assist there's no there's no bullet like if the head is here right and your bullets here well then you missed there's no there's no game that the game's not helping you drag your bullet over right Welcome to episode 248 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Lock and Key. And who else do I have with you me? You got Trip Zero. Neo Ayoshi. And Felix Hergood. How are you guys doing during quarantine, man? Doing great, man. Hanging in there. Good I realize I haven't talked to you since we went into quarantine. I haven't talked to a lot of people since we went into quarantine, which is really, uh, I miss people, which is, which is really weird. You would think that you have more time to communicate with people. Um, obviously not in person, but, but more time to communicate with people. And yeah, I was actually thinking about it today. There's a ton of people that I need to text tomorrow just to make sure that they're, uh, see how they're doing. Um, yeah, yeah, we haven't, we haven't really caught up personally. It's like one of these things where you like, you suddenly think of a person and then you go, yeah. wait a minute. I should probably text them. You know what I right. mean? Like, because they literally could be not communicating with me because of death. Menti from Fireside texted me like last week. And um, I was like, man, yeah, I could have, I could have texted you weeks ago. Thanks for, thanks for texting me and making sure I was all right. <laughs> and we were just talking and he was like, he's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm by myself. He's like, I, I'm fucking lonely. <laughs> oh no! Like he's, you know, he's he's got you know, it's it's funny because you know on the opposite end, right? Like my wife probably doesn't want to be around me anymore, and my kids going crazy wanting to actually go outside and do other things besides being in the house. And then he's on the flip side, which is like I need social engagement with humans because mm-hmm. I've not been around anybody, which is an interesting thing that I didn't think of, but yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's really crazy. Cause he's kind of like born. He was born right before the beginning of this shit. That's weird. Right. Mm. Oh yeah. Well for my son. Yeah. I mean, he, he was definitely born before this. No, I'm saying, yeah. but he, <laughs> I, he turned a year before it outbroke. Is that right? Yeah. Or? He's two, he's two next week. Oh, he's going to be two. Okay. He's yeah. He's two, two next week. Right. So, um, yeah, but, um, yeah. So the quarantine, man. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm driving my roommate a little too crazy because he's still working. Oh, is he? And I'm just, I'm just self quarantining at home doing it, doing my thing. <laughs> and I'm always here. Right. So. Right. Right. Mine works from home anyway. So he's just kind of been, doing his own thing Stand but obviously it's tough to not like you know be able to get out get a cup of coffee go work somewhere else even it's just yeah i, I would love to get out and work somewhere like a cafe but that's not what we're supposed to be doing right now which is right. unfortunate yeah basic stuff man the, the little tiny things that you don't even think about that suddenly get stripped away you then desperately desperately want um 
Yeah. Like I went to, I went food. I was telling you guys earlier before we started recording, but like going to the grocery store was a fucking, was such a project today. It was such a project trying to go through it. And nobody oh, followed the signs in the store. Like how, oh, yeah, there's like little, there's it? a path on the there's ground. arrows. Telling arrows. you which way to go. Distance. Big yellow arrows telling you yeah. which way to walk. And That's every wild. aisle I went up, someone was walking the opposite way. I was and it looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> I was in the grocery store earlier today as well, and there was like a family with multiple kids out running around and they all had their own masks, but none of them were using them. And they were just they were just running, they were being kids. They were running everywhere, like being loud kids and stuff. Are I'm like, fucking this is, landmines, dude. Oh my god, they, I can't. They terrify me when I'm on my walks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. When he's on his walks, I I take walks. Hey, this week was the first week I did yoga. I did fucking yoga. How was that, dude? Boy, that is yoga. That is soul crushing. I (laughs) I've been having a great time doing it, but man, yoga's fucking lit, man. Dude, when you get soul crushing because you realize how limber you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm the the furthest from limber. Um, What kind of yoga are you doing, Felix? Just regular Adrian yoga. She's Adrian. She's on YouTube. <laughs> She's Adrian. Oh. She's on YouTube. Regular Adrian yoga. Follow her. Are you, okay, all right. Let me ask She's, you a better question. Are you doing like you're stretching and poses? Or are you doing like the flow kind of stuff where you like go downward dog into a thing? and then Yeah, then, that's what we're fucking, doing. It flows. Got it. Okay, cool. It flows. It's Adrian yoga. She's on YouTube. She's great. Look her up. Just type Adrian yoga. I believe you. I you'll should get her. Look her. I'm sure you'll find her. She's fucking okay. badass. That's a plug. Uh, very, tra- very attractive was, uh, too. She's very attractive to watch. I'm sure that helps when you're doing the yoga flow. <laughs> Jesus, I did yoga so with uh, P90X the first time, and that shit was fucking hard, man. That shit destroys you. It definitely does. But yeah. I should, I should, I should. But when but I'm, I'm when I'm not. on these walks, lock, I'll be yeah, walk- these walks. I'll Tell be walking. <laughs> and, these walks, and the only people that I fully trust are people with animals, because they always Why? nod at me and give me a look. And then immediately cross the street before I even get to where they are. But mm. people with kids who are walking right. don't want to give their kids the impression that they're in the middle of a terrifying apocalypse. So what they, sure. so the, the kids have no idea what's going on. So the parents are walking, and they're definitely giving me the eye like, we got to cross the street. But they're completely – this father the other day I saw was walking with like his two kids, and his kids were all over the place. And he looked at me nervously like he knew like he couldn't control his fucking kids. Just like <laughs> start walking crazy all over the place. Fortunately, the kids stayed on his side of the road, and they just kept walking. But he was like – he was. I saw him like reaching his arm out, like, no, 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 don't go that way, don't go that way. <laughs> You're gonna walk toward that man. Don't do that. Um, yeah, but it's just fucking funny how people are now, dude. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy. And then then there's the people that like are trying to follow some type of protocol, but are doing it wrong. Like the guy that was wearing the rubber gloves today at the grocery store, who was who was on his phone, like couldn't use it. Couldn't use it. And then, you, dude, you just touched your phone after you touched everything in the grocery store. Like, your phone is now, like, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to do that. Just, like, <laughs> like how hard is it to not make it through one, like, one grocery shopping trip to not touch your phone? Yeah. I, I want to show um, you guys something. This is, yeah. this is the mask that my parents made for me. And it has, like, reusable filters in them. Like, you, like, pull out a filter. Oh, and nice. Like, and then you can wash them and stuff. So, pretty handy. Thanks, Pops, for this. Hell yeah. That's nice. what I'm rocking. Uh, Mrs. Felix can hear our conversation and she just texted me. You've got to get back on board with the yoga. You're slacking. <laughs> <laughs> Call it out, dude. She's calling it out. So, Oh, man. 
so what have you gamers been up to? What have you been gaming? Oh, where should we begin? Do you want me to begin? Get me out of the way and I'll just shut you the sound, mark you up. Sound, you, sound, you sound ready. <laughs> Why don't you ready, begin? Man. You want me to begin? I'll begin. Do you want me to start? Uh, begin. So I, uh, I completed something. Tell us about what you completed. I got the Resident Evil 3 Platinum. I can't <laughs> to the surprise it. of no one. <laughs> to the surprise of no one. I mean, there the is like of you playing that are insane. There's a little bit of a surprise that he's this fucking Resident Evil pro, pro now. I just <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that you that you finally finished it. Pro and is it. pro is 55 minutes. That's the world record for the game. And and what did you and what did you get? I did it in on Inferno in an hour and 12 minutes. You I mean, could you, you're, you're, dude, you're close to the record, man. I was really close. Yeah. Are we going to see you on a right, game so, quick okay. speedrunning this? So like I mean, pro is not too far off. <laughs> pro in comparison to me. I mean, you're a pro in comparison to me. Right. Right. right? And yeah. to, I, you know, I mean, so what? You didn't beat the world record. But it's the point that, like, you are playing Resident Evils and you're platinum, like, going through and, and getting a platinum and you're speed running and all this other stuff. It's just, if we rewound to pre-Resident Evil 2 remake, no one would have saw this coming. <laughs> no one would have saw this coming. Or, or even Resident Evil 3. I was going to say, dude, sure, rewind yeah. to day one of either game. And, and after and I did, like, uh, Alex, I feel like you're going to have a heart attack every day, dude. And it's it's hard to watch. I just want to give you a yeah, hug and be like, it's going to be okay, man. For yeah, what? Even, wait, for what? Yeah. For what game? For Resident Evil 2. Oh, just in and general. Two and three. When you were fighting the oh, yeah, Nemesis yeah, yeah. in three. Uh, I would say the final fight of Nemesis in this on Nightmare and Inferno is probably two of the hardest things I've done. They were harder than Resident Evil 2. Like, it, I just don't. My mind doesn't function <laughs> the, the way they need me to function. Like, I watched this kid who was fighting that fight on Inferno and he had, he, there's this thing that uh, the nemesis does where he just smacks l- like this mm-hmm. and he just keeps smacking. And I watched this kid online do it. And he literally just kept dodged, you know, perfect dodge, perfect dodge, perfect dodge, sure. perfect dodge. Every time the thing snapped slapped, like I barely got through this fight on Inferno <laughs> with, 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 with survival. Like I barely got through it. And I watched this right. kid just go, he just kept rolling through. The, the thing slapped it's, like eight times. And, it's reaction and he died. Time, dude. Yeah, I just don't have it. I just don't have it. I, I mean, got I think through. We all, we all lose it at eight, with age, my friend. Right, I have some, but like I surely got through that final fight on luck, and I did not stream it. <laughs> I did not stream the Inferno fight because it was just, mm. it was going to be too hard. Was that in, was that intentional? Did you too just not want oh, yeah, to focus yeah. on? I was like, after I did Nightmare, and it was a fucking nightmare. And I got done. I was as like, the name implies. The name of the mode. <laughs> because, because getting through the run, you know, like, I unlocked the unlimited rocket launcher. Getting through the run itself is pretty breezy with the rocket launcher. It does All the runs are pretty much the same with the unlimited rocket launcher. But, like, then I get to that final fight, and it requires all that, like, crackerjack fucking timing. And that's when... Crackerjack time. That's when I everything breaks down, right? And that, and yeah. I just... Uh, so you, whatever you wanted to ask me a question now. So now yeah, so the big question I have for you, Neo, is you've played both of these games, Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 3. Is Resident Evil 7 going to give me that same feeling? I don't want to play say, a game that's like, what's the, what's the fucking game lock that you really love Outlast? Is mm-hmm. that, which is more like a jump scare horror game. 
right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not even anything similar to Resident Evil 2 and like, 3 in any capacity. With Resident Evil 7, do people do, like, speed runs? And is it like that? Or you for, you for sure. So, 7 was, like, their... I want to call it their experiment back into a more classic Resident Evil style. What we got with 2 and 3, mm-hmm. almost. And they did that in first person. So that's going to be the only significant difference that you're going to really notice off oh, the bat. It's, is just it's in first person. person. There's a Mr. X-like figure in the game. Okay. I'm not, I won't spoil, you but there is spoil. A, yeah. a reoccurring villain that will keep coming at you. And there are puzzles, and the rooms are laid out similarly, like two, where you're constantly moving back and forth between rooms to try and solve puzzles. So that flow is very much intact. Okay. Well, Go if ahead. that's the case, it's, then I'll probably get it. I mean... It's also a little scarier, honestly, mm-hmm. like than two is. Um, hard, I mean, obviously, first drives. person yeah. it makes a huge difference. Yeah, I was going to say it's yeah the 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 first person is what changes it. Like if Outlast was third person, it wouldn't like you don't get scared if you see you don't get scared as easily. Right? If you can whip but the when, camera around to check something, you're fine. Right, because right. it's happening like, to that character. It's not happening to you. Yeah, and also you can see more. In third person, right. In first person, your, your, FO, your FOV is is you know is shrunk down, and they, they use that intentionally to scare the fuck out of you. You know, so true. Um, I would definitely say just from I didn't play seven, but just from watching it and then have playing two and three when I was younger, like it's it's definitely scarier for sure. I, I jumped a lot it. playing seven. Yeah, I think you should play it, Felix. I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. I'll look for it on sale. I think I'll try it. It's probably you know. Like I need, I can't always be playing fucking Fallout, you know. No, I, true, I, really. Yeah, I, sure? need a, I need a break every now and then. <laughs> Do you want to update us on Fallout? Yeah, well, well, I want you to update me on. You played the PC, and you said that um, you you noticed some. I need to know the info. People are coming into lock and trip. You need to understand that people are coming into my stream, watching me enjoy this game, and then they're asking me. Oh, I only Why play do you on like this game. No, well, I, I made the joke that. <laughs> Why the, do you like this game? No, the three the, before the launch of Wastelanders, the three questions I got were: Why are you still playing this piece of shit game? Fair. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. Okay. Should okay. I? Right. And then the second question, if I tell them why, should I get this piece of shit game? And then mm-hmm. the third thing is: Can you launch a nuke? That that was the three questions that I would get all the time. They want to. They want to mm-hmm. see the big nuke. They want to see the big nuke. But um, in. It, with Wastelanders, things have changed. Things are completely different these days um, because the game is uh, now... Ver- I'm not even playing the game the way I played the previous game. So in, in, how the game was prior to Wastelanders, it was you load in and then you fast travel quite frequently to get around the map in order to accomplish things like public events and tr- farming for uh, legendary weapons and... Uh, you even fast traveled for every single quest that you did. Now that I'm playing in Wastelanders, I'm like taking it slow. I'm walking everywhere. I'm not fast traveling. So I already know the map. I already know the map. When I first played it, I guess a year ago when it came out or whatever was, I tried to play it like a fallout game where you don't really fast travel. You kind of want to walk the beaten path and see all the weird shit that the world offers. Right. You want to see all like the, weird events and people but there's none of that before wastelanders right right there was nothing between the points the points it had things but nothing between barren them. land yeah um and it was then to be honest that's boring i don't want to just fast travel everywhere in a fallout game like i want to 
like in Skyrim, I want to walk everywhere and experience what the game does. Exactly. Um, but I can tell you since playing Wastelanders, because I also have played Wastelanders, and now I can I can actually talk with you about this. This is this yeah. is fun, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you off right off the bat, bad impression it left in my mouth was I made a character and I left the vault and the first thing it did was the entire screen went blue and I could not not I didn't blue screen. Like a hue of blue covered the entire Game. Like a tint, a tint to what you were looking <laughs> like, a real dark tint. Like I, I couldn't see anything, but I knew the game was still existing and running because the sounds were still happening and everything was still going on. It responded to everything I pressed, and I'm like, okay, well, let me restart the game. I'll reboot my computer too, just to be safe. Same thing. So I had still to make blue. another character. I had to make another character, <laughs> and then it fixed. Oh <laughs> so great start, but not good. After jank. leaving the vault, not good jank. You're greeted by NPCs, you see, like right outside the vault, and then like that's when you begin to go, okay, it's like kind of a Fallout game now mm-hmm. because now it, the world's inhabited. You got Jason Mew's character; he's in there, uh, the ghoul in the bar that you first walk into. It's feels like a Fallout game, and they obviously have the old quest line is still there with the uh, you're following the overseer's path, kind of right. Well, I, what and then I, there's the new quest line that they have you all do a whole bunch of other stuff. What I discovered, and I think I might have mentioned this on the show last week, is they've also rewritten. Slightly, not crazy, not yeah. how you accomplish them, but they rewrote all the pr- prior quests. So now I'm doing, hey, Trip Zero, I'm doing my proximity run. You know how I did yeah, that? Yeah, people like, where like I just, where I just do whatever's the nearest yeah. quest. Because if you're walking everywhere and you're not fast traveling, you need to be doing what's nearest. Because otherwise, you, you know, if you do just main story quests, you could be walking for four hours between quests because some of sure. them are halfway across the map. Yeah, you want to you pick up all the little so question marks. This yeah. has been forcing me to kind of end up playing some of the older missions over again. And I've been spending mostly a lot of time in the Flatwoods area, just kind of unlocking locations just by course of how I play, you know. Uh, it's been great. And then the other people I play with on a regular basis, we've now created like a little town around the Wayward. So our, all of our houses are all, like, right where the wayward oh, is. Oh, like, you are making your own little We cellar. made a fucking village, and it's really f- actually fun. You know, we, we check back in with our village after we've done a quest, um, and I'm playing the game completely different. And I, I really seriously think, I recommend anyone who's listening to this right now, if you're going to play this game, don't go into the old grind of fast traveling everywhere. Because if you do, you're not playing the game. There's so much random shit I'm interacting with in between locations. Uh, how far did you play, Neo? Like, um, I think I went about like four or five hours. So, did you do main quest stuff, or um, I was jumping around. I was I was proximity playing, mm-hmm. proximity mm-hmm. questing, just running around doing whatever wherever the world was taking me. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, I didn't like build anything. I didn't like get deep into that stuff. But I did it in in the priest the pre wastelander stuff, and I didn't hate that stuff. That was fine. Yeah. But I I also played in Andy's Fallout First World. Oh yeah, yeah. But when he's playing, oh, I forgot I, he bought the uh, Fallout yeah. first. Andy bought I it. I can I can jump in on that world because we're already buddies in the game or on Steam. Um, and yeah, it's a private world. And but the moment he logs out, though, it goes, "Oh, you got to leave here within 20 minutes, otherwise." <laughs> you get a dead. countdown. They give you like and a yeah. counter that counts you down, and it's annoying, man. It just like it clicks on you until you do something. Yeah, it's. Um, the, uh, but the shoot, the shooting still like after going from like we're going to talk about Valorant in a second, but going from like high intensity shooters like Valorant and other shooters like that to the way Fallout controls, it is goddamn man, it is annoying. It does not feel good to play. It's probably super clunky. 
but super, it's, super it's that's heavy. I mean, you you build yeah. characters with uh, that's perk loadouts and all that shit, and that when you, that's how you get into the meta of the game. The meta of the game is not. Locks like non. However, non-nice. however, <laughs> no, I will tell you the meta of bows so far is yeah. to is to aim. Like the bows aim just like Skyrim. They're outstanding. I really oh, cool. enjoy enjoying using the bow. Uh, right now, I'm doing strictly a bow, uh, pistol, uh, revolver, sidearm build. That's what I'm doing. So the character is only going to use bows and only use revo- revolver or sidearms. Um, every other gun that I get will be turned in, scrapped, traded, you know, whatever. Um, and that, and that, and I'm going to have fun with that. It's almost like a role play. So I've been enjoying. Do you, it. Awesome. Do you think that they will? <clears throat> Actually, let me backtrack. So we're going to eventually get a new Elder Scrolls, yeah. right? Like that'll eventually mm-hmm. come. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see them yeah. letting go of this and then moving to a single player? Or do you see them not doing any more standalone fallouts and they just continue to the, evolve? This, this is the exact point I was making prior to the show when we were referencing GTA 6. We were talking sure. about how that's out there. But... The business yeah, models of these companies are changing, and the problem is, is dumbasses like me are making it successful. Well, right? sure. So like, yeah, you def- you're definitely not helping. Yeah. I'm um, not helping. No. But yeah, but there's. I think there's a difference that, uh, between like GTA Five standalone and then GTA Online versus Fallout Seventy Six. Right. Because there Fallout is, 76, there is no main yeah. story. There's no like. Right. It's right. It's so all my. Online. Right, so the the question that I have is, do you think there will be a Fallout what five? Right, is that what we're on? Fallout five would be the yeah, next yeah, would entry. Yeah, would be the next one. Or do you see them just releasing like DLC content, or do they do both? There, I think that that oh, depends on if they want to change like locations because a location the setting is often like a huge part of like a Fallout or a Skyrim type game. Sure. Um, and I'm assuming like with when we're talking about GTA six rumors, the new a new city is going to provide a different avenue for like the playground. The, the, the playground will be different and they can build upon that with new engine. I heard I, the rumors that I've been hearing constantly about GTA six is that the goddamn city is going to be Vice City again. And they're going to still have that 80s like uh, fucking aesthetic. And I'm like, can't leave, we can't leave the 80s behind, dude. I don't mm-hmm. want to leave so, yeah. the 80s behind, but Jesus, oh, come, up with, a, be able come to. up with a new city. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but couldn't yeah, but they, like, to your point, though, Neo, couldn't they just do that with an expansion in Fallout 76? Like, nothing's oh, yeah. saying you need to stay where you are. Right, right. right. And, like, so Fallout like, 4 added new locations, too, in their expansions. Right. Yeah, yeah they could put, right. put, like, a marker at the end of the map that just takes you somewhere else. Like, you walk right. to it, and then you just it, go it to a different It would be different server. if... If like Fallout ever did groundbreaking things to their engine, I feel like Fallout Three looks the same as Fallout Four, and the same as Fallout New Vegas, right? Yeah, so they're like, just shinier, honestly. Right. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I, the, the reason I, why I asked that is because I, I personally, as someone that will never play a Fallout game ever again, I would, I would be hard pressed to see them walk away from Fallout Seventy Six and then release a standalone Fallout Five versus just continuing to support this for as long as they possibly can personally. I think that's a given that they're going to be doing that, supporting it literally for as long as people are paying it. And, and it's makes the money, which Mm -hmm. it's now going to be making them more money because this is so well received. So I feel like that's not going away at all. And they'd be, less inclined to even work on a a standalone one. We we also know it's not on their timeline for the next foreseeable two releases that Bethesda softworks is actually working on. 
They yeah. have Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six. Sure. Oh god, I want Starfield so fucker burp. But we don't even know what like if it's in that engine. You want the like, concept of Starfield? Yeah, like, <laughs> I do. I have a lot in my brain that's amazing about this. The thing game. that concerns me about any Bethesda game is like they're going to be if they're going to continue using this engine and just band aid it every time a new generation of yeah. consoles comes. Yeah. No, you're like, right. You're, no, and, no. and the word on, among guys. the word among people who play Fallout seventy six on a regular basis is uh, most of them because of the business model that they chose with Fallout 76 and the success that it is making in some respects. Like, people are worried that Elder Scrolls 6 is really going to be a service game as well. Like they're And that's wor- entirely possible. They're worried that yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, but then wouldn't they be taking away... I mean, I know it's... But they're, they're taking away from ESO, right? Right, exactly. That, so, but by right, service so that game, I sense. mean, like, yeah. they're going to sell DLC and mods, like that that kind of thing. Like, sell, like, content oh, matches well. and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, if it's in Steam, they're not going to be able to just sell mods because you're going to have a workshop. If they sell DLC, I mean, didn't Elder Scrolls? Um, it did. What's the yeah. one that everyone's still fucking playing? Skyrim. What's that one. Skyrim, Skyrim didn't that have DLC? Tons of DLC, yeah. yeah. Tons, right. Yeah. So I mean, it, but if they make it a Fallout seventy six style game, then they're ripping away from another game that you like, which is ESO. Which That's what I'm saying. There, there's silly. also this other camp of people who are like, I really enjoy. I don't want to interact and fight with other people, but I really do enjoy, you know, building like like we're doing with this town thing, like building a town, right. playing alongside my friend in an Elder Scrolls world. That would sure. be a cool concept to do, and and it not be a, an MMO where it's just like the f- team of four, like doing it. I don't There's know a multiplayer if, aspect. Yeah, I don't know if that would cut into the Elder Scrolls business because people who play that are playing MMO. That's what they want to play. I don't think it would. I mean, having a co-op in a story in, in, uh, I don't know. I mean, in a game like Elder Scrolls, it blurs the lines a little bit differently than like a traditional, you know, single player experience, having a multiplayer experience because it's so big and massive. It can be, you can do a lot in that world, in that sandbox. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Guess we'll wait and see. But yeah, yeah. it's been pretty fun. But I haven't uh, gotten through really any of the because of how I'm playing. <laughs> it's like I rarely level up a game session. I'll play for four hours and level up maybe once. Um, and I've hardly played any of the the story stuff. The other people that I play with on a regular basis are way further along than I am, and they've experienced like a lot of the in game stuff, like the in game in game currency that you can get. Because um, the whole premise of the story is like you're you find they find gold in the region and people start it's a gold rush mining yeah ends up being a gold rush um so uh, we can move on but neo i did want to ask uh, are you gonna play it more with uh yeah it's still installed yeah it's still installed um i will pop on and play it like a fallout game and see how that goes um seriously consider more or less picking up the bow and just not fast oh, travel. Oh, I'll, I'll fuck with the bow, and I haven't really fast traveled at all yet. I've just been running. You get the bow from you get the bow plan from the early Duchess quests, like okay. the the first three quests with Duchess. Like you, you end up getting the bow plan. So um, definitely check that out. See how see how it fires and everything. Nice. But uh, yeah, right. that's that's pretty much all I've been doing. Um, I did want to just update Trip Zero. The Phillies have a. Um, <laughs> fifty-two and twenty-one. No, fifty-two and twenty-three record. 
Okay. Okay, dude. You're getting there. Yeah. I do. I just went on a 16 game winning streak before I lost. Hell yeah. Look yeah. at you, dude. Yeah. And that, it. Another that's game not you're complaining on, about. That's not playing on the hardest difficulty. It's almost I'm, like he complains I'm before he actually gives it a shot. <laughs> it's almost. Yeah. That's right. great, dude. Yeah. You're making them proud because they can't play for real. They so can't play for real. real but, yeah. Facts. I'm carrying the torch. All right, Locke. Let's, let's hear it. I wanted to talk about... I will save Final Fantasy for last if that's cool. Sure. Um, but I do want to talk to Locke about Valorant because you've been playing that a whole lot. I have, yeah. It's the only thing I've been playing. Um, so I talked a little bit about it last week, but I figured... What did we, you... What you discussed last week? I didn't I listen talk, to the episode yet. Yeah, I talked about how it felt like like a really good iteration of like an evolution of like being a, a Counter Strike game, um, with a, like a nice twist to it, and it felt really good to play, and it really brought me back to those roots, and it and sure. it makes me think it makes me think differently about how I would play a Counter Strike match because of all the skills and all the things that you bring into every fight, which is cool. yeah, yeah. Um, I I really like the buy in system and how it actually makes you. Because like in, in the Counter Strike days, I didn't really like think about what I was buying. I, I was a kid, obviously. I didn't like plan out my my you know what am I what am I going to buy this round? But like now, right. like I'm I'm thinking about it actively, and I'm thinking about like what do I need? How is my character going to take advantage of this and all that kind of good stuff? But I, I really sure. want to hear your thoughts on the game because you're pretty damn good at it. Well, thanks, man. I don't feel yeah. that way about myself in it, and that's part of the reason why I like to play it so much. Is I haven't um, I haven't I haven't felt not confident in a first person shooter game since I was like 16 years old. So, um, and I don't sound that, I don't say that to sound like some dickhead, even though I probably do sound like a dickhead, but, um, because I did not play counter-strike growing up and I didn't play, I didn't play keyboard and mouse growing up. Right. Like I played your normal FPS, like Halo CE and stuff like that on, on Xbox. Um, I don't I don't have the background in that style of of shooter and it's so vastly different than your modern day shooter that like it keeps me playing because I will go in a 1v1 engagement and I know that there's a strong chance that I will not win it because my shot is not as great as it would be in a modern day shooter. So it makes me want to play it to get better at it, to feel better at it. You know, modern day shooters they help the player so much that you don't know how talented you really are because the game's doing so much work to compensate for how bad players actually are. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a game like Valorant where there's no aim assist, there's no, there's nothing helping you aim besides you making sure that you're actually clicking the head. um, It, it's challenging. It really is. Um, And there's some games where I'll do really, really good. And then there's some games where I can't kill a single person and it infuriates me, but that makes me want to play it more. Um, yeah. And I tried to play CS, um, leading up to Valorant and I couldn't do it. I just said, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just learn the game when the game comes out. Um, because CS feels so, um, dated in comparison to Valorant. Now it was hard to like pick up that style of game and try and learn it. So I would agree with you, like the abilities, adding the abilities into it is, is an extra layer that makes it really fun to play. Um, and then of course the mechanics of it, it's going to be really hard to go back and play any other shooter. Like going back to play, I haven't played Warzone since it's come out. I haven't played rainbow six since it's come out. I haven't played destiny since it's come out. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about what those games are going to feel like. 
um, because of how well their infrastructure is. I don't know if you went in, in depth on like the infrastructure of Valorant. I have not. Um, so like for, for Trip and, and Felix and those listening, like they invested heavily on their servers um, because they knew mm-hmm. how poor server infrastructure is for modern day gaming. Um, so they have um, 125, 128. I forget what this the standard is, 128 or 125. Their tick rate for their servers is 125, um, which which means that there's so much response happening between the time you fire a bullet to how it registers a kill in comparison, Felix um, destiny's at 30. Oh, wow. Meaning call of duties um, around there too. Yeah. I think, I think actually I think destiny's like 26. I think apex is like Jay um, from our discord looked it up like as this was coming out and, and I don't think there was any modern game above 30. Um, and this That's is a wild 128 meaning that like, if you've ever played a first person shooter and you feel like your bullets are hitting them and they're not registering, that's because the server is unable to interpret that your shots are actually hitting that player model. And they've moved before your shots get there. Correct. Exactly. So the fact that it's sending so much data back and forth so quickly means that your shot is going to count and you can't blame the game for your shot. Right. Not counting anymore. Click the head. Like you didn't click the head is what it comes Uh down to. Like there's no more like, oh, I fucking I did it. No, no, you didn't. Right. And some guy on Reddit the other day posted a video and it was like, um, please tell me how I didn't kill this guy. And he posted a clip of like a player standing still that he like got the jump on and he fires it and someone in response replayed the video and slowed it down and zoomed in and he wasn't hitting the head. Like that's what it came down to. It looked like he was hitting the head, but because there's no aim assist, there's no, there's no bullet. Like if the head is here, right. And your bullets here, well then you missed. There's no, there's no game that the game's not helping (laughs) you drag your bullet over. Right. Um, so it, it really does force you so, um, so lock, to, to learn the shooter, which there's is There's no crazy. bloom either, is there's, there? No. I mean, the, the, the weapon spray... I, listen, I've played a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, and Rainbow Six Siege has weapons that are uncontrollable when you hold down the spray, and it takes a lot of mouse, like pulling down your mouse, and I can't control spray in this game. It's so hard to do, mm-hmm. so you end up like bursting or spraying, but kids that do learn the recoil, that are, are able to hold down the fire button, no. they make it look so simple, because they kill you so quickly, because they've learned it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another challenging aspect of it, is like, sure. you know, how do you learn to spray your gun instead of tapping your gun so you, you um, you're, you're saying lock you don't know how you're you're gonna feel when you get back to the other games wouldn't you isn't this like a training simulator wouldn't you end up going back to the other games and be a god um but maybe but, but maybe because like you're you're so different though between games yeah right um your aim might be right like my aim might be better maybe a little bit right um it's hard to say. I mean, right now I don't want to put it down to try and test other games. Like I don't want to go in and play Warzone or Rainbow Six or any of that stuff right now. Um, not at least at this point. Um, but yeah, there's there's a chance that I can go back to those games and you know they feel great. I know like Destiny wouldn't. Like Destiny will feel like garbage because of how bad the game is. Um, but like <laughs> Rainbow Six might feel better, right? Um, and Warzone might feel a little bit better. I think Warzone has a ton of work to do infrastructure-wise, mm-hmm. but um, 
Yeah, I, I, we'll see. I mean, but right now I'm having a ton of fun with it. Um, and this is coming from someone that hated CSGO. Um, it's, but you have to be like, okay with realizing that you're not as good as you think you are because mm-hmm. the game's yeah. going to tell you that you're, you're not good and you have yeah, no, sure. one, for a very no long one to time. blame, but <laughs> yourself, but yourself. Um, um, one of the complaints I see about the game is it being like too slow pace. But once you get into these like really like crazy battles and, and each round like ramps up as, as it goes, I end up finding like if, if gunfights can happen in a second and be over yeah. in a second very yeah. easily. Um, and to, to piggyback off of like the server tick rate, it's it's like we have those moments when we play when we're playing and then some guy just likes to pop out and just take that first shot and it happens instantly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know what I don't even know how, how yeah. that hit me. Like they just they hit me right. um, and you really feel how much the response time matters because mm-hmm. it, it is instant when when it happens. Yeah, like in and in this game, like almost every surface you can shoot through right like you, yeah. just your damage and your velocity goes down a little bit but most most things you can shoot through um and people can poke out in an instant right like if you're like this game's all about lanes right you mm-hmm. don't you don't you don't just free walk around the map and expect to win right so you, you yeah, can't play the game corners like constantly right it's like okay i'm gonna hold this lane and try and get the headshot first and then we're gonna push Right. And um, it, it just it doesn't feel like a modern. And when I say modern, like modern console shooters, right? Like a CS has existed for a very long time. But like every other shooter outside of CS doesn't play this way. Mm-hmm. I guess Rainbow Six might be the closest because you do peak angles and hold angles, but you can play a bit more aggressive in Rainbow Six than you can in this. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's. People, it's a ton of fun. It's I see people online asking if this is ever going to come to consoles. And uh, there's a part of me that goes, I don't see this as being a very good console game because no. controllers need that aim assist because no one is 100% accurate. I, I asked controller. that on the last show, I think. Right. Yeah, okay, I mean, yeah. it's, listen, like, it, the reason why aim assist exists is because it's it's incredibly difficult to aim with a fucking thumbstick. Right, like it's not easy to play with a controller, so that mechanism's designed to help you because it's easier to aim with a mouse. Right, it's easier to get to the target. Um, how fast you get to the target, and if you remain on target, and all of those things are what makes the game difficult. But if you have a mechanism built into the game that that helps you, um, then it takes away from it. So personally, I hope it doesn't come to console. Um, because it's it's going to be hard to make the game successful there. I'm pretty sure Counter Strike went to console and it was miserable. I think it yeah failed. It didn't it didn't um, off. Um, yeah. So I am seeing that Rainbow Six doesn't also have uh, apparently Rainbow Six Siege doesn't have aim assist on the console version either. Well, maybe that's why no pro players are on console because they can't fucking shoot the guns. <laughs> so, it sounds um, like it would be uh, rage inducing for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, for you, yes, you would hate it. You'd hate it. You wouldn't enjoy a second of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I enjoyed my time, but I was miserable the first play session because I didn't expect to be as bad as I was. Um, because, like I said, I've had a lot of faith in my ability to shoot things in every game that I've played, right? Doesn't mean I'm the best player at it, but I'm a pretty you know, confident player in FPSs, and this is the first one in a long time that's that's challenged me. Um, so yeah, I'll be I'll be playing it for for a while. Um, 
I don't really think anything's going to pull me away from it from the time being. Um, and I was yeah, loving Warzone and, and drop, playing Rainbow Six. I mean, What's that? Sorry, I'm, I'm definitely ready to jump in for some more Valorant as well because yeah, I'm, I'm having a damn good time with it. Yeah, and like you said, I think the abilities add a really nice layer. There's a lot of complaints around, you know, and this was going to happen when you add abilities into the mix is who's overpowered, who's not, you know, all of these things. You know, they just nerfed their, one of the heroes. Um, yeah, the one I use. The one you use got nerfed, yeah. Yeah, Rave. Um Because there was a lot of complaints about so when the game was coming out, it was mentioned by the the head of the studio that abilities will not be able to kill. Like this is going to come down to precise aiming and strategy and abilities will only be there to assist you. They won't be there to help you get kills. Um, and then they released a new character for the beta, which has an ultimate, which is a rocket launcher and then yeah. has C4 and has grenades. Um, all of those things can one hit kill helpful. you. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, the way that they structured the character was, you know, your um, your grenades recharged automatically, so you can just you can't spam them, but you would get them back if a if a match went, you know, through overtime, you would get them back a few times, um, so you could spam them. And um, they had they had a um, an initial explosion and then a secondary explosion, and the secondary explosion killed you outside of the actual radius of the grenade. And it was a whole thing. People were fucking up great, arms about great it. Uh, grenade. I love it. Love you. Um, and and in fairness, like it, it was a bit much, so they toned it down already. Like the game's been out for what three weeks, and they've already you know they're they've been super responsive, which is very good coming from a person that's played Destiny primarily for. I don't know how long has it been at this point. Fuck. Um, a Six long years. time. Yeah. 2014. Uh, right. Yeah. And you know, destiny two on PC has been the game that I've played, you know, the most, um, it's, it's great to see the responsiveness, which is another great aspect of this is that the devs are wanting it to be successful and are really, um, are really showing that by engaging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's such a yeah. hard contrast with like trials of Osiris in destiny two and what's going on there. Yeah, and it, and it also like I'm gonna fucking armchair. You, you have to you have to be able mm-hmm. to respond quickly to to changes and balance your game, especially when you want to be in this competitive environment, right? Like you have to be able to keep the game updated and balanced in order yeah. to retain. You don't want what's happening in Destiny, I guess you could say right now, um, by dropping yeah, a ball. miserable experience. Yeah, just all around. I mean, and. and yeah, I mean, it's it's different for a game like Destiny because of the size of it, because of PvE and PvP. Like, there's more that goes into it. But, um, you know, at a, at a basic level, the engagement is pretty poor and their responsiveness is pretty poor. Um, so, you know, the, seeing the flip side of the seeing engagement on Reddit, like like long conversations on the Valorant subreddit from developers, not just a community manager, but the actual people that are writing the game um, and having that level of engagement shows that they want it to be successful. Yeah, that's um, huge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But and, and again, I mean, it. it Responding immediately, like saying something in response is one thing and then taking action is another. Yep. Destiny doesn't do either, right? Um, Call of Duty barely does either. So like, you know, this isn't, this isn't a, a th- like how long has it taken um, Infinity, what, what the fuck is the, the COD developer? Um, Infinity Ward. 
Infinity Ward. I got half of it right. Like, they finally have talked about how they're dealing with cheaters after weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and of, of that's cheaters, right? Current, that's in the news this week about how how console players are opting out of playing crossplay because they don't want to be with pooled with PC players uh, because right. they're cheating rampantly. Um, right. and, and, it's and it's not an easy thing to solve for, too, you know, no, you're no, you're right. Actually, that's a good point. I disagree. I, I get that. It's none of these things are, it's very easy as the player to say, just fix it. Right. But yeah. like the lack of engagement, the lack of transparency, you know, the, Oh, we're working on it or, you know, we're going to fix it is, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't cut it now. Right. It doesn't, that's not the approach that you can take. This isn't, you know, we're not reading Game Informer magazines anymore where you can drop a one line and, and hope that that's enough to, you know, make the players happy. Like, it's just not where we're at with gaming anymore. You need to be engaging if you want to keep your player base. Mm-hmm, you it's know, true. Um, you take a look at any other game like PUBG. I mean, yeah. if you follow anything going on with PUBG, their top content creator doesn't want to play the fucking game anymore. Two of their top content creators don't want to play the game anymore because the developers don't listen. They just they just make shit trying to compete with other games instead of actually listening to the players, right? So yeah. it's if you so want to you keep, say, if you want to keep the base, you know. So like is that a reason why you think Fortnite is so popular? Because they can, can they can keep cranking out content and keep updating and keep balancing and like they're Fortnite's known to drop to like drop a gun the moment they see it's not working in their in their game like you know they're willing to like on the fly be like okay we got to turn this off because it's not working we got to fix this and bring come back to it um and it still maintains its massive player base yeah i mean i think um to an extent yeah i mean i think i think epic games set themselves up to be able to do that just like riot games has set themselves up to be able to do that for for their for their ip um i think the I think Fortnite's in probably one of the worst places that it's ever been in because they've stopped responding and stopped listening. Mm. Um, and most of their top content creators are frustrated with the game and have moved on to things like Warzone or Valorant or, you know, whatever, because they don't feel like they're listening. Um, and a lot of their top pro players are, are feeling the same way. But, um, yeah, I think um, when you have a single focus, which is one mode, you know, one map, um, it's it's much easier to respond. Um, you know, I don't envy Bungie and the work that they have set for themselves, but it, you know, it, yeah, I mean, it's going to hit different when you've committed to a three month update uh, timetable. You know, sure. and then someone plays new content week one and they go, "Oh, cool, we have two point seven five months." to wait for any difference in this. This is fucking right. sick. I'm going to go play Valorant. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, to, to that end, you know, we've seen a lot of content creators step away from, and it's not just destiny, right? Like it, I just, just mentioned it happened with PUBG. It's happening with Fortnite. Um, it, it's very easy for your player base to walk away um, yeah. and try something new. So, um, but yeah, in, in terms of Valorant, I love it. Um, I can't wait to play more of it. Um, get better. I'm always at it. down. I'm always down to play some. I'm kind. Of, I'm very scared, but I'm kind of ready to dip my toe in. I was just saying before the show. Uh, I was watching yeah. a lot before, um, like as the drops were happening, and I haven't right. checked in a couple of days. And I was logging on Twitch obviously to get everything set up, and I got the drop five days ago. Very so nice. I was like, mm, you should definitely try it, man. I, I know Diamond okay. tried it, and it wasn't his cup of tea. Right. Um, but I, I keep I thinking back to our whole like. Uh, pvp adventure last summer and the growth 
over that period and how fun that was to yeah, engage man. on a different level. Well, why wasn't it Diamond's uh, cup of tea? Did he give you a reason? Um, we didn't. We I haven't spoken with him in a while. That, but he had a tweet out. Yeah, he did send a tweet out, but I, I told him in the tweet that um, it sound, all he did was praise the game and then say that he it wasn't his <laughs> cup of tea, so I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> um, so he said, I, it was, I just, he said it was great, but he didn't, won't play it. Yeah, I mean, all it said, all like his tweet was just going over all of this stuff, like how he had just gotten a triple kill and they just won the game, and then at the end of it, he was just like, meh, and uninstalled it. So maybe he just he, he maybe he just didn't feel engaged while he was playing it, right? Like right. maybe he didn't feel the same way. Like he's really back into Overwatch right now. He's really loving Overwatch. So maybe he just didn't get that same feeling of excitement playing Valorant as he does playing another shooter, which is which is fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you had the drop, please, yeah, install it. You can hop in. Um, the only words of wisdom I would give you is just be prepared to just die a lot. Oh yeah, and, um but getting a kill, even now, me just getting a kill feels great. It, oh, just, it feels so yes, rewarding. Yeah. Like tapping somebody's head and one bullet killing them feels incredible. Like there's this single shot rifle called the Guardian that Neo and I both love. Yeah, man. Um, which is essentially like a DMR in another game or a scout rifle in Destiny. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a one shot headshot kill. And mm-hmm. walking around a corner or holding a lane and seeing a you know a player model walk across your screen and just pop tap them oh it's it's great head it's amazing it's amazing um and then yeah like i said learning the abilities and and how that plays into the mix is a whole another whole nother level oh, i'm sure um so yeah i would i'd be definitely down for you to jump in and and, and play that would be oh, awesome yeah. um yeah so we'll we'll see maybe an update in the near future um i don't think they've really said when it's going to end I think it's probably going to run for a while. The game is supposed to come out full release. I think they said summer. Yeah, I think they means. said the uh, whatever their program is, the beta is just kind of kind of kind of going to a rolling release. Is my understanding mm-hmm. until yeah. it's you know fully ready to go. Yeah, and I think they at that point you can get drops and get access. Right. Yeah, I think they essentially said that they're going to run the beta up until launch almost. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, there's some there's some negative things happening about the anti cheat. I don't know if that's worth talking about. If you guys want to hear about that, but yeah, I is do this actually. the thing about uh, how it has to run? Like it stalls at a deep level on your computer, kind of thing. Yeah, so it it runs oh. it runs on the kernel, um, so it's it's running upon boot, um, not upon game launch, um, which a lot of so. so you have a few you have a few sides of this. Well, actually, you have two sides of this. You have the people that don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Right, just install whatever you want on my PC. It's perfectly fine. And then you have the people that are like, "No, this company is owned by Tencent, and Tencent is owned by the Chinese government. These people are stealing my information. They can't steal my information. Why does this need to happen? Now I'm going to uninstall the game." Right? What's actually happening? Who knows? Um, but the 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 main point of contention is, is that other anti cheats don't run, don't launch until the game launches. So you launch the game, the anti-cheat launches, and then you play the game and it just runs in the background. The reason why Riot has... The reason why they're saying it runs upon boot is because it's harder for a cheat to run because most... They say most cheat programs, you launch first, it's running, and then you run the game, and that's how people get around it because the anti-cheat's not running yet. Um, I don't know how true that is. Um, but that's their claim that it needs to run on boot that 
all it's doing is just launching and waiting for the game to be run. It's using minimum resources. It's not sending or receiving any information. That's what they claim. Um, but you know, you have your tinfoil hat theories. You have people that are concerned about their security oh, and privacy. Man, of course, the internet. Um, so there is there is some grumblings about it, and there's there's people saying that they should change it so where it should run at game startup instead. Um, but it's yeah, I don't know if that will change. Um, I have not personally felt like I've encountered a cheater yet playing the game. Yeah. Um, sometimes it may feel that way because some kids are really, really good and it's sometimes hard to tell the (laughs) difference, but I don't really feel like I have. Um, and I've also witnessed streams where people have been banned mid game against cheaters. Um, Mm. like summit was playing and it could just be because it was summit and he had, you know, 80,000 viewers, but, um, he was in a game and someone was for sure cheating very easy to see. And it was on like round, um, eight or 10 and, like they were spawning in and all of a sudden a message popped up that said, you know, like you've encountered a cheater. This player has been banned. The game has ended and it just booted oh, them wow. back to lobby and the game ended and the cheater was banned. Hmm. Um, and it could uh, be because, I, you know, I did respond to this in the Reddit thread where this was posted. Right. Well. Yeah. They said it doesn't have right, yeah. any other information and everything. Right. I'm, um, I'm, I'm the company. I'm always proud no, of that. Sorry. Right, what, them, ba- them banning cheaters. I fucking, I fucking hate cheaters with with my soul. <laughs> Tell that to uh, tweet that at, tweet that yeah. at Bungie, dude. No, I already um, tweeted it, Bethesda. That's why I don't play anything but the private world now. I won't yeah, fuck it's, it's, it's honestly, it's it's a major problem, yeah. right? It's a it's a major problem. Um, and while it affects PC gamers a little bit more than it affects console gamers, like console has its fair share of problems too with with people getting oh, hit yeah, offline. Yeah. Right, right now, uh, what's today's the 22nd? Uh, there's probably a hot fix right now on Fallout because last week somebody figured out how to duplicate weapons in the goddamn vending machines. Mm. And that's what that, that this whole past week, they had to lock out vending machines, your ability to put anything into a, a display case, like right. all this shit. I mean, it's minor for me because I'm playing in private world. Um, but there's a bunch, bunch of people who have economies with their vending machines. And all right. that had to be dropped for the whole week because of a bunch of dumb fucks, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's for sure frustrating. Like I personally, I don't mind it as much in an arena shooter as much as I do where there's stakes involved. Right. So like if I'm playing Warzone and I've just played for 20 minutes and it's down to like the final 10 people or whatever, whatever have you, but I've invested this much time into it. And then we get to like the final circles. And then I find out that there's been a cheater in the lobby and I just die, you know, to whatever reason, because he could see behind walls or he shoots, whatever it is. Like I've just invested this time and all of that time was wasted playing the game because now I've encountered it at the end or in destiny win trials because I've gotten to, you know, six wins. And on my final win to go to the lighthouse, I get a guy that has a full auto sniper that can't miss. Like (laughs) all this whole play session has been wasted on this at the end. Right. Like when I go to a bat, if I went, did that actually happen? Oh, it's, it's, so here's the the common here are the common hacks in here are the common hacks in destiny right now you have wall hacks meaning that the player model is seen through everything so they know where you are at all times you have infinite supers infinite respawn you have full auto snipers full auto rocket launchers you have oh my god um, yeah i mean 
yeah they have the resident evil three sheets Felix. yeah i mean it's, it's essentially like you plug in a game shark and you did what you would do when you were 10 <laughs> it's pretty then, fucking insane right now got it's, that it's bad awful. oh it's it's awful it's awful. It's un- I, I don't. I won't. I'll, I won't play it until they figure it out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 bad. Um, I didn't realize it was that bad. Jesus. But in a game, in a game like Valorant, okay, if I go into the lobby and someone's cheating, right? Well, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave, right? Like it it, it it there's just there's nothing for this beta, mind you. Like if it was a ranked game and I was trying to climb ranked, and sure, I would I would probably be frustrated with it, but. When there's no real stakes involved because it's a beta and I'm just trying to learn it. Okay, this guy's cheating. Whatever, fuck it. Um, but it is—it's a major problem that developers have, and it's—it's it's not an easy one to solve because you know people are spending good money on these, right? Um, there was a uh, a guy that interviewed a um, a Bungie hacker, so or a Destiny hacker. He was playing a Trials game. The guy was cheating. He asked the guy at the end of the trials map, would you mind doing an interview with me? And the guy agreed. And he did an no, interview shit. with this dude. And I would, I would encourage you to listen to it. Um, Can you give me like all of this, all of this man's motivations. This is, this is, this is, I don't agree with them, but the reason why this guy began cheating in destiny is because he, he claims, he claims mm-hmm. that his account got his actual account got banned and they wouldn't unban him. And he's saying that they wrongfully banned him and he lost all of the progress that he made playing destiny over two years and they wouldn't give him his account. So his response is to perform illegal. Yes. Illegally in destiny. Wow. Correct. Revenge. Fuck them. They don't, they don't want to, his, his response was essentially they ruined my, they ruined my game. So therefore I'm going to ruin it for as many people as possible because they don't want to fix their game. And that was his response. Hmm. And he said like the cheat is the cheat's $20. He paid $20 and he got the cheat. And if his account gets banned, he just creates a new steam account. There's no way around it. He just creates a new steam account and he launches the game. It's free to play. Like, yes, you know, it's, it's, you can, you can do it as many times as you want. You can't stop them. Um, so there's people, you know, wanting to put it behind a paywall, but then the argument comes, well, this dude just spent $20 for a cheat would he pay the $20 to get behind the paywall and then pay 20 more dollars for the cheat and still cheat? So How like, hackers go right. So it's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's an interesting conversation because it's becoming as more and more games come out, um, that are popular, people are going to cheat in them. Right. So it's, it's a, it's, it's a big a, topic. It's been a problem for since the beginning of online games. Yeah. Cheaters. Yeah. I feel like it's ramped up though, in terms of people's skill, obviously, you know, Skill, skill at making the cheats, yeah. yeah. Skill at employing them, and obviously, sure. like how easy it is to disseminate this stuff and this information. So, it just yeah. gotta be the a, longer the, the longer the game's out, the easier the easier it mm-hmm. is. Since we're kind of on this topic, can I bring up this and kind of weave it in? Sure, please do. So, apparently, this week, uh, the source code for Team Fortress Two and Counter Strike mm-hmm. Go was was leaked, and people are panicking because they think it's going to actually because of the the method of of how the source code is leaked. If you're playing. I want to say non or non valve versions of their, their games, like on their servers. Uh, if you're like playing custom games or whatever, in any of these, these types of games, um, you can get like, people can like kind of inject the code into your side of the client almost Hmm. and kind of like corrupt it or either, or give you a virus, I guess you could say. Um, but, Valve is saying that there is nothing to worry about. Um, of course. Don't that the sounds code. like bullshit. <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for. I smell some bullshit. Yeah. 
Can I, can I read their <laughs> Not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Keep playing. Read it, yeah. Might I read their quote? Uh, we reviewed the leaked code, and we believe it to be a reposting of a limited CSGO engine code depot released to partners of late 2017 and originally leaked in 2018. From this review, we have not found any reason for players to be alarmed or avoid the current builds. As always, playing on official servers is recommended for the greatest security. We will continue to investigate that. That makes me a little worried. But uh, we will continue to investigate the situation. We'll update news uh, uh, outlets and players if we find anything otherwise. Um, and then in the meantime, they do have uh, information at their security page. Oh, it's just a... We believe in security. Is there something more fun? <laughs> of course, of course, we do. <laughs> for clarification on my end, on, for clarification on my end, is there something more fun about not playing in the official Valve servers? Yeah. Oh, so a cool thing about like Team Fortress and Counter Strike are there are a million styles of custom games. Yeah. There's like Counter Strike has like zombies mode. There's God, I don't even, I can't even name them all. And those because, are not made by Valve. Those are made by like players. Correct. People. Um, the source engine alone is very open to customization and people can make like Gary's mod was born out of that because people can manipulate the game engine and do all kinds of crazy shit, like really crazy shit. Um, and there are millions of game modes that I used to play in Counter-Strike that are completely custom games, custom maps. People make their own maps. They make everything. Um, and official servers will just be like the basic game, right? Like it'll just be like you're playing Counter-Strike, the game mode or Team Fortress, the game modes, but. No, that, yeah, people, that, that clarifies. I was just wondering. There, and there are hundreds of custom servers that you can go on in Counter-Strike, even to this day, and Team Fortress, I assume, uh, and just go nuts and play all kinds of different crazy shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that happened like today or like the past two days. Um, it's, it's, it's a potential problem. Like it, it, if someone has that intent, it, the average person is going to just click on a server. Yeah, I was going to just install something, you know, like think about, you know, just security in general. People are far too trusting on the shit they click install. For when you join a custom server in like Team Fortress or Counter-Strike, it actually automatically downloads whatever assets that the game needs to join that custom game. There you go. It just it just does it. You're just watching the download bar go. It's very uh, easy yeah. to sneak something in there. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very easy. Bam. Done. It's crazy. Expect a rise in sheets, but wait, wait back for word on anything else from Valve. That's I'm gonna, funny. I'm gonna keep paying for the Fallout Private World and until uh, <laughs> until, until somebody until somebody that. hacks the Private World, and then I'll stop paying them. <laughs> yes, that alone is a good enough reason to do it, right? Yeah, <laughs> not to be cheated at. Exactly for real. Isn't that sad though? Isn't that sad that we're at the point now that we would pay extra money to for more security for more security. Like that, yeah. the, the, the the fucking product that we're buying can't pay enough, so we have to give them more money to protect us. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. It's fucking wild. It is wild. Yeah, the onus should be completely on them. And if there's any breach in that product, like I'd be appalled if I like owned these games, and these products, and the shit was just so blatantly being torn the fuck open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's your shit. That's your baby. There was a couple right. of uh, I don't know how many months back, but there was a PC only Fallout glitch where uh, somebody could walk up to you. And you had a bunch of weapons in your inventory or whatever, and they could view your entire inventory and take whatever they wanted. <laughs> well, I mean, a glitch of, I feel out, is different. You know, like inventory. that shit sucks, obviously. But like, you know, the ability to have someone kind of blow your game wide open and then create viable products to use against you in a game. That yeah, like what if someone is. just walked up to you with a full auto bow? <laughs> you know like and didn't Dude, stop one, fire and didn't stop firing like it just doesn't stop yeah. like you the can't, one clip you, of uh of frostbolt 
like yeah. going around a corner and someone fucking with a rocket launch auto full yeah. auto rocket launcher oh my fucking god yeah there's like yeah one of the best yeah it's it's <laughs> the, one of these he's a god in in destiny is like one of the best players and the the trials round just starts like they just spawn in and he walks like three <laughs> feet and all of a sudden a titan with a super is this like fucking in his air is, like, yeah <laughs> the titan with a super is flying in someone's like shooting a full auto rocket launcher at him and a full auto sniper at them like all at once and, like what do you even do it's just it's like it, like what, beams of fucking light flying right at your face but like these like that's one of their top content creators and that's yeah. their experience right someone took like, his gun away the other day too yeah that's a new one somebody they legitimately took took they his took gun like you couldn't Destiny's use a gun a shooter right like you always have to have a gun you can't not equip a gun it just you always have a gun you only have gun one two or three on your character they right. took his gun away in a PvP match, and how? he's running around with fucking fists. Like, how did he know fucking gun? How did he know it was like a glitch or whatever? Because well, because I don't have a gun in the game. Yeah, <laughs> right. and I think also I think also because he killed the person, and the person automatically respawned in front of him, and then he lost his gun after that. Oh, I see. Um, I'm sorry. That's yeah, so like the person died. Sucks, he respawned, and then yeah. yeah I mean, it makes a, a great clip, but it speaks to the wider because problem. They're, they're, it's they're, a huge problem. They're uh, they're digital terrorists. They like to to shout out when they've done what they've done successfully. Correct. Mm -hmm. I mean, like these players are seeing it. I mean, these players are seeing it more because they invest more time in it. Granted, right. They're playing way more than the average person. So the average person might not see it as much as them, but it doesn't mean that it's not a problem, right? Like if I play the game eight to 10 hours a day, I'm going to encounter it more than someone that plays it a couple times a week and plays for a handful of hours. Right. But, um, like it, it's a problem when your content creators are walking away one for a lack of content in destiny's terms. Right. But also because they can't even play the game because there's that many cheaters that they're encountering. Mm. It's just, yeah, it's a problem. Yikes. Um, like so many of them have already said if, if next gen destiny, destiny three, on next gen consoles is 60 FPS, um, that they will, if destiny doesn't address it, they'll all go back to console. Every single one, all of the PC players will go back to console and play Destiny yeah, on console again. At that point, if they can hit sixty FPS or higher, do they feel that there's going to be more security back on console? Well, That's the only a, thing you have to worry about on consoles, right? Yeah, the only thing you have to worry about on console is getting hit offline. People right? can't really modify code. They can't inject code as easily oh, into see. consoles. You know, that's why, like, it's, with the Call of Duty issue. Yeah, that's why Fallout doesn't have the issue. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you. Yeah, really, it just comes down to being, you know, someone finding out your IP address. And there's there's ways around doing that on console mm-hmm. to hide and mask that stuff. So, you know, that's the really the networking side of things is the only thing you have to worry about. Someone, you know, taking advantage of the game itself and, and cheating in the game itself is just it's it's not possible. I'm sure it exists to a certain degree, but it's not like it exists on PC. Um, so, yeah, I. Uh, yeah. It's fucking sad, to be honest. <laughs> Wild times, dude. Um, but on to brighter news, you guys want to talk about Final Fantasy, right? Yeah, what, what do we have to say about it? Because we talked really deeply about it We talked a lot week. about it last week. I'm still did not guys, through it. Yeah, I'm, I'm only st- playing it uh, on stream. And I'm, mm-hmm. Did you finish it, Neo? Because I think you said you were... So, funny Funny, you should say that. I'm just going to... I want to inject a little opinion into where I'm at with Final Fantasy right now. Okay. Because I'm loving every moment of it. I think it's really cool and everything they're doing is really great. But then there are these moments where I'm like, well, do we really need to be doing this right now where the, ca- the like the cast 
will go, oh, now I got to climb monkey bars for like 15 minutes. Like I, I literally, I thought I was three hours from the end of this game. Like literally mm-hmm. where the, where the, the part of the game they said it is going to end at the end of the Midgar section. Right. And then they, they just threw this whole other block of game. Bro, spoilers, bro. Like, I know I'm, I'm trying not to, but like, and then there's a moment where for me, I'm being selfish. For you, I know. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm not going to say specifically what's happening. I won't. Okay. I'm not going to divulge it at all. But like last night, I'm playing, and I'm like, man, I thought I would be done this like hours ago. But like, it, it, the game is still going, which for some people could be really exciting. But what they're having me do is really tedious, and it's not the best parts of the game. I, I think, like, mm-hmm. with combined with like some of the slow world animations that they have you like. Like, you know, like when you're like scooting between like boxes and like it's always kind of janky when you're like grabbing a ladder or trying to open a chest. A lot yeah, of the, the know, interact has a little bit of a delay or like putting your sword away after you smash boxes. I think you like you were saying it's definitely a delay f- with that. And then mm-hmm. like and then like cloud will like run a little too fast sometimes when you're trying to like get through certain objects. Anyway, like that aside, it's like now they've added more gameplay on top of more extraneous gameplay that. There, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. Like I don't want to spoil it for mm. you. But like what they're having me do right now is just tedious, busy work. Instead of instead of going to the end of the story, like they're not. They're like really expanding the padding of what's going on right now. And uh, like not, yeah. that's not to say like I actually enjoyed doing the side quests. Like all like those like in the map, you know, you have those blocks of side quests that, you, that they sure, do. Yeah. Really, I really like that because it fleshes the world out. It really, it really lets you talk to the people of, of the slums and you get to enjoy that kind of thing. And that's really fun. But it's like, now I'm in like this final stretch of the game. I think, I don't know. And they're just, they're just making me do these like weird corridor puzzles. And it's really like, would you say like, you feel like you're ready to be done. And this is just kind of like, like it, they've, so they've added a lot, obviously in the game. Oh yeah. It wasn't in the original and you know, 99% of it is to the benefit of the story and your experience yeah. from at least what I've seen. Like everything has just been an amazing addition highlighting or like giving you more information about something that you are familiar with what happened, mm-hmm. maybe showing you from a different angle or like, you know, adding literally some of the story that happened when you were supposed to be asleep or you know, like whatever, it's all been fantastic. Um, but is this something maybe they've added where you're like, we didn't need this. This doesn't help anything. Maybe all. it maybe it didn't help that I had already been playing like six to seven hours that day, and I had mm. and like I had told myself like yeah this game's like almost over like like this is the moment this is the climax right, and now it's like I'm still going and I don't want to spoil anything like I want that's I want I, I want to have a full on yeah, spoiler talk. That's how I feel in like yeah. nowadays in every Martin Scorsese movie I watch. <laughs> exactly his hallmark. For they are Martin Scorsese in this game right yeah. now. Um, I, I think you should trust your gut there, though. Right? Like, if you feel like the game, and I would be interesting to see if if Trip feels the same way when he gets there. But if like you feel like you're you've hit the climax, yeah, and the game is giving you more work to do, that's because they wanted they felt like they wanted to give you more value out of what you were actually getting. Versus, yeah. did they think they added enough value leading up to that point? I feel like I've yeah, already played 35 plus hours, you know? I, yeah, right. dude, I'm at 30 hours of this yeah. game and um, I'm. I saw, I'm, I was, I had your stream yeah. out today. Yeah. I'm at the section, a point of the game now where I can essentially go to any 
any slum, like any sec, any sector, essentially finish up any side quest that I haven't done or still have to do. And then my next adventure is going to be going up to the plate to actually yeah. go to the Shinra headquarters. So that's so, like what I, that's how I started my stream yesterday. That's 30 hours in. So I already feel like I've gotten a fantastic boost. Me too. In value. Like, I'm, I mean, as I'm talking, I'm just gonna look up like how long to beat on the original Granted, seven. The quality like, of all these like, cutscenes have been outstanding like they've outstandingly right. recreated the experience in a modern setting with these with these characters like they've done it like they nailed yeah. um that i can tell you with 100 percent certainty but then the gameplay wise like i love the combat the combat's absolutely engaging but now i'm doing these like things outside combat that are just like driving me crazy like i just like just give me things to fight give me more character interactions give me more of that yeah did like, you play I, I really the original lock I did. I actually talked to Neo about this because he was asking me if I was going to get it. And I think I think I will eventually. But Final Fantasy seven was not was not my Final Fantasy as it was for these guys. Like I played seven later. Um, My my first ever Final Fantasy was eight. But like my Final Fantasy that I would go apeshit over for a remake would be nine. Like mm. If they if they modernize nine, nine more, I never touch nine. Like nine was my never? first. Yeah. Nine was my first that I really really loved, and then ten is like tens. I love ten. I'll play ten. You know, yeah, dozens and dozens of times. Um, so this has a lot of similarities to ten in terms of its structure, where right. which it, it, it takes you through areas and then like right. you can kind of double back for quests and, and stuff like that. What which, console yeah. was it ten on? Ten was PS two. PS2. Nine was PS uh, was one. PS1. Yeah. Um, I think it was just my age when seven came when seven was out. Like I didn't. It wasn't a game that I would have just stumbled into unless like you know I was like hmm, what's this? Let me try it and then and then played it. Like it wasn't. I was playing like Twisted Metal when seven was Hell out. Yeah. Right? It wasn't. Right. It just wasn't my type of game. So it was. Uh, um, so like I I went back and played seven after I had played nine and ten. Um, so it just doesn't hit the same beats for me, but I definitely want to play it because it looks great. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I personally like hearing it from the outside from someone that hasn't played it in your description now, like I think they may have been concerned doing Mm -hmm. it episodically. Right. And then paying 60, what $60, right. To get Mm -hmm. it right. To only get a portion of the game. They may have added stuff in it unnecessarily because they may not have been confident that you would have said, okay, 30 hours is worth my $60 for this remake yeah um, I, I think what but, bothers me most about this particular section is is i'm i'm, I'm i promise i'm not spoiling this free trip i don't want okay. to um but a really big scene happens right like a really big reveal moment and then they just cut it off and go guess what you have like another two hours before like the mm. like the game continues like like a major character reveal happens and a major appearance happens and a thing happens and then like they go nope stop you right there you're gonna start at the bottom and work your bag back to the top and like i'm like why why are we doing this <laughs> why right. am i doing this um but it's granted it's cool because yeah like, there's be other reasons why it's cool but yeah and like they split the team up and stuff like it's a whole thing dude I'm, all right i'm not gonna i don't want to i don't want to keep going with it i looked up how long to beat the original and if you do nothing but power through the main story it's 38 hours so i'm almost there i will be there I'll probably be longer than there finishing this game. And every single thing that I've added that wasn't like, you know, air quotes in the original game has been absolutely fantastic. And mm-hmm. like, I would, I would say like done nothing but highlight the original story. Um, 
I mean, so, I, I hope you feel the same way with me when you get to this part. Gonna, I mean, yeah. I don't think you're wrong, because um, as I'm thinking about this, I remember scrolling through Twitter, trying to avoid a lot, obviously, before I started playing this game oh, two yeah. weeks ago. And there are uh, articles everywhere s- about the freaking ending of this game. And I can't so stop, I saw literally someone tweet was like, stop avoiding them. Like, I had the tweet was them. like, um, like absolute masterpiece of a game, except that very, very end, like, oof, something like that. Like, I saw someone like have that in their tweet. And I'm like, what um, is it? I, I got to beat the game. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we'll say um, Probably when I play it again on Friday, I'll finish up all the quests down below because you can't go back. Yeah. You know, when you climb to the top. Did they ever and say then, that if they're going to port it to PC? The remake? Not there's, officially. Not there's officially. Hints, though. There's rumors. Mm-hmm. Like there were screenshots mm. that were like captured on a PC. Like like literally captioned that way. On the image. PC would uh, definitely reduce some of the texture pop. That's the only visual yeah. thing that I'm. that's a little aggressive. There's a lot major, of texture pop. Major texture pop. Digital Foundry was also like... These characters are beautifully detailed and modeled, but what is going on with these textures on the <laughs> ground and the doors? Yeah. And like I noticed it like in the beginning, like you get you get shown to Cloud's apartment in the game, right? It's like one of the first things that happens. Um and like you you got Cloud, this amazingly detailed character, and next to this door that looks like it it's like a like a like a four eighty P image. And I'm like <laughs> right, right. and I'm, I look, I looked at right. it because I was on the stream, I was like, guys, are you seeing this? Like this door looks like it was from PS one. It's so right. funny too because sometimes they do like real cinematic pans over something, and like maybe a yeah. cup hasn't fully popped in, and you're like, "Oh god!" <laughs> but the character model is beautiful. Absolutely right. It's gorgeous. like the most. Oh yeah, I mean, funny. Just yeah, most of the things that I've caught have been cutscenes, things that mm-hmm. I've watched, and they all look incredible. Right, like the characters look great. Um, I was just curious because it would be like if if they had if they had teased it or if the rumors seemed like actually was going to happen that i would just hold off and wait yeah hey, man, you, you can borrow my copy when i'm done i don't see myself like playing through this whole thing again if you want to I'll mail it, it. yeah okay right now my brother-in-law just let me borrow um fallen order cool. ps4 so cool. have fun with that i think i might i think i might jump into that i haven't played nice, a console dude. game in what quite difficulty some time. are you gonna pick man it's, dude, I don't know if it's the easiest thing possible. <laughs> I mean, I'll have to be doing it while I wrangle a fucking two-year-old. So I think you'll be fine think with um, the second from the bottom. That's what I played on. I, tr- I tried Jedi Knight, I think, mm-hmm. which is the second from the top. Right. And it, it's I, top it was, the hardest? No, no. Top, yeah. Jedi Master is the hardest. And then Jedi Knight which is, is the right top. below that. Yeah. yeah, you were just saying top and bottom, and we, I wasn't sure how they were. Sorry, sorry, top the top in the in the when you're looking at the interface, the UI of the game. Sure. But the top one is Jedi Master, and then the one below that's Jedi Knight, I believe, and then the one below that, I I can't remember what Jedi. Padawan. No, there was no Padawan. They, you were you're a Jedi through the whole thing, but it's different oh, yeah, yeah. degrees of Jedi. They don't want to insult you, you know. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> insult but I, you. second from the bottom is what I played, and uh, but I started it on the on the second from the top. And it was just fucking. It was too hard for me. Neo was uh, was big dicked and fucking. I big dicked it. He big dicked it. Did you do master? Mm, I did the second from the, top. the hardest. Yeah, the second, second from the top. From the yeah. yeah. I don't want to second. kill myself. Hardest. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I'll, I'll, I think I'm going to jump into it. Um, I had to go over there to drop something off to him, and he he like through the door was like, "You want to borrow any games?" And I was like, uh, "What do you What do you have?" So he texted. Me, I'm literally standing outside of his house, texted me a picture of his shelf because I can't go in. I didn't want to go in there because quarantine and all. And uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Fallen Order <laughs> if you don't like door cracks mind. open. Just fucking yeah. sneak it through." Me, me, me and Neo realized that um, you should definitely fight the frog in the beginning. 
fight that frog in the beginning. Definitely right? fight that frog. Okay, but be, but be patient, young Padawan. You gotta, you gotta realize uh, that that frog is your test to prove if you're a real Jedi or not. Mm, <laughs> if you do four. well on the frog, then you'll know the difficulty that you can play. fight the frog. <laughs> fight the frog. I could on on the one second one from the top. I could literally could not fight the frog, mm. and that was your test. And then I went I okay. The frog on I, that. I got, he <laughs> fought the frog on that one and succeeded. I fought the frog and failed. So I said fuck it, and I'm going to move down difficulty. And then I beat the frog. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the test, well, man. That's the test. That frog in the beginning. But yeah, I'm really excited. We, we trip. I know. I have a feeling we're going to finish this game at pretty much the same time because I'm like I'm like a little bit ahead of you. You'll be a day or two ahead of me. Yeah, yeah. I'm committed to but, playing it on stream as hard as that is. So if I don't mm-hmm. beat it Friday, it'll be Monday that I'll be touching it again. So you might have a couple days on me. Cool, but yeah, hopefully next week maybe we can do like a little spoiler section of this of the podcast. That would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I'd for like sure. To, I would very much like to do that. Full uh, full spoiler talks. Warning, yeah, because like sure. it's wild. You do actually have to be careful. Like as a veteran player, there are there are segments of this game that are brand new to you and yep. are, do amazing things for the story. That's the coolest mm-hmm. part about it, and the, that are great, that are exciting and engaging and fully fleshed out and new characters and just. Like shit that all makes sense, and like I Honestly, trust it. It's, it's the it's same like nice development surprise, team you know? originally. Yeah, you know, it's like nice these guys know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, very much um, is, and that's the stuff I like, hundred percent. Well, it just helps to elevate it, you know, as opposed to like I'm playing a, you know, sure a, a very well realized, redone, reimagined, re-systemed, retooled version of the game. But if you don't add anything, you're just playing the exact same thing. Yep, you know, but all the little, little tiny things they've added just add up to such an amazing experience. I keep, you know, freaking out about the music, dude. The music is oh my god, so incredibly amazing. I can't get over it. every time I hear a new track. Like even not, not even just the jukebox stuff. Like just like when it just like starts playing, and I'm like, right. holy shit! I can't believe I they're just pulling this off with this with this music cue. It's yeah, beautiful. Dude, it's wild. Yeah. Mm. Was wow. the soundtrack online? No. Uh, yeah, it's on YouTube. There's a lot of YouTube clips you can find nice. from the game. Oh, very to, nice. Yeah, I got. I had to find the uh, the Airbuster battle theme because that's like the the tougher boss theme, and the first time you hear it in the original game is Airbuster. So like when you fought the Airbuster in this one, they like really fucking expanded it. Mm. And I had to find the remix on YouTube because me and uh, our good friend Kevin Oates, of course, we had the song as one of our uh, one of our tracks in the first Power Hour we ever made. So I had to find <laughs> it and then send it to him, and be like, "Dude, listen to what they did with this track. That's awesome. Oh my god, fucking Kevin Oates." It's epic. It's like a, it's like an eight and a half minute long, nine and a half minute long track with zero looping. Like it just the the song just morphs and changes and gets more epic oh. and adds you know fucking electric guitar mm. and all just all oh, dude. Just, and that's like one. Is they've done it for every Spotify? single track. Is this every soundtrack track. on Spotify? No, it's not officially released. So that link that I sent you before the show, where you can that's where it. You can kind of just be notified to buy it. It's not out yet. I think these are like game files or someone found a copy, and I only found it on YouTube. There's like YouTube videos mm-hmm. that have the tracks, so I can drop a link for you after yeah. this. Yeah, oh, yeah, I had that that link specifically. Yeah, cool. Um, so how, how long are we going? Do you, do you got time for like one news story? Sure, sure. Yeah, and then we'll call it a call it a cast. We'll call it, yeah. Um, so this week, as you know, I'm just going to bring this up because this is this is a guy I follow all the time. Jason Schreier is leaving Kotaku. Mm. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, that's your so, boy, Neil. He's my he's my boy. I'm, I'm always in his in his subtweets, you know, just subtweeting. And you said he's going to Bloomberg, and then I he's tried to, to clarify. He's going to Bloomberg Games. 
he's working for Bloomberg, their gaming section of their of their 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 press. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go. I don't even know what Bloomberg's website looks like. Let's yeah, I'm going to type Bloomberg Games because I think that's um, going to be more and specific. And the funny thing is, is he cited Go Media's new management as being one of like the reasons, like subliminally, because of what happened, like Deadspin. Are you guys familiar what happened to Deadspin? Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Um, just a recap for people listening. Apparently, the man- upper management said to Deadspin, "Stick to sports. Don't don't go outside that box." And they one of the one of the editors got fired. One of the one of the writers got fired. And then everyone just like quit. Everyone just left because they didn't want to be like they didn't want to shut their mouth and not write what they want to write on their on their publication. I guess you'd say, right? Is that an accurate? Right. Yeah, telling of what happened. Um, and that didn't sit well with Schreier of Kotaku of the same umbrella. They're in the, he's in that umbrella of Deadspin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geo Media, I guess is what he calls it, or what they call it. Um, but I also listened to his podcast, too. And they're, they left Split Screen Podcast, and they're doing uh, Triple Click, which is a new, which is just the same podcast. Yeah, but anyway, so if all of our scoops will be coming from Bloomberg now, because that's apparently <laughs> 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 the last of it's kind of sad, man. Like years ago when I first started reading Kotaku, it was like it was the site to go to for game news, man. Mm-hmm. Like even even it really was. I mean, at the time, like I don't think I had an IGN. Re- yeah. Like I don't think I realized who he was. Like I'm sure probably some of my favorite articles were from him and I just wasn't really paying attention. But like even for just game news in general, like that's the site that I went to mm-hmm. and that's what I read daily you know um and then slowly over time i just stopped going to it and i would just i now i don't really go to websites for news i just go to twitter and someone on my feed gives me the the article yeah. someone shares you, an article you get, you get 95% of it yeah, yeah. Um, the problem now that i have with like otaku is is like 80% of it is just like like puff pieces of like right. here's what i did in animal crossing or whatever exactly and exactly. it's like it's a lot of like nothing it's like a lot of like 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 let me look at the next the first top thing i literally just saw something as i was scrolling through tonight it was like how to beat the squat challenge in final fantasy 7 remake and it's like yeah here's a sharp fan art weird enough i'm I'm, like uh, i've turned over a new leaf i'm now getting a lot of my news from reddit okay who'd have thunk it careful there careful there yeah that can be spicy you you, you do do, got to be careful you gotta you gotta (laughs) official forums for the games i'm playing official forums here well not just in general like just i mean i what I do before bed every night is, is I, as I read it, that's what I do in bed before going to sleep. You just need to be careful in terms of like, you can easily fall prey to articles and, and posts that sway in a certain direction. If you're not mm-hmm. being careful, no, no, it's extremely I'm, I'm echoey for like extremely echoey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I love Reddit. I mean, that's like I said, yeah. I daily, it's I mean, I nightly. Do, most of the time. Too. Yeah. I do it. I do it yeah. for uh, fallout. I'm in the fallout thing on a regular basis oh yeah see i i do i do um i use apollo on ios i don't know Same. if you guys i have it i fucking love apollo i gave him all my money because it's I a gave him money fantastic too. yeah it's a fantastic mm-hmm. app but what, what, um, i don't know what it is it's a is a it's a third-party uh reddit client oh, okay. that i would highly recommend that you use. very good very very good you don't have to pay for it you but if you do pay for it you get perks mm-hmm. um so I've given him my money because it's this one dude. This one dude runs this app, oh, and it's shit, fucking wow. better. It's better than the Reddit app. Like it's way, oh, like so much. way better than the Reddit app. And he's active um, in the subreddit, and he's always he's always responding to 
questions about the about the app or criticisms anything oh yeah um, he'll his, like if someone has a problem he'll be like oh dude that's a really good point maybe i'll try his, and fix it his patch notes are like I, yeah. you appreciate wow. some really good patch notes and ios apps don't do that as often they right. just say we fix bugs and shit why, why this guy's like this is everything like it? i did uh, it's layout it's organized layout the ui is great yeah. um, um you can you can tab you can like favorite subreddits that you want put them at the top you can organize them well you can you can there's a lot of swipe features that you can like edit and get yep, really nitty gritty with like you can like download really it. tune it yeah yeah and then, he, um, and then you get perks for for buying it um and then he also it's one of the few apps on ios that you can go into and change what it what the icon looks like mm. um so oh, you can shit. make it look make it look different um wow. and each each month or each update he posts a new logo as well a new icon which is pretty cool um but uh yeah it's he's he's pretty incredible that dude um yeah, and you can you can do it monthly too like you can he has a subscription where you just get billed like it's you know like itunes music like apple music oh yeah i just um, i just paid him when it when it came out i just did yeah, it. yeah that's what i did yeah. but he i just went in because i was looking at like his paid stuff and now you can do subscriptions just like any other app um but yeah, yeah. i mean that's like my my I, I do popular and trending posts is where i start and then after i go through and i scroll far enough along in that i go to like my reddit which is like all of my oh, favorited yeah. reddits which is essentially just a bunch of fucking gaming specific reddits that is just you know um and then all that is is just news related to gaming depending on what i what i follow but um the other really cool thing with that app is you can do random reddit which if you're ever bored it'll just randomize a subreddit and then you can just keep randomizing a subreddit so you can find and stumble upon like do you guys ever do stumble upon this is like stumble upon that yeah dude i used to stumble upon in college for hours <laughs> it was brutal i wouldn't get anything done just the whole internet here's um, a random website yeah for right and that's website, what it was that's just kind of what the random subreddit is right it was just yeah. like here's a random website that it'll just where's the random website? yes so it's it's inside so when you open up the apollo app yeah i'm in there um it's under uh i think the search feature there's random subreddit at the bottom oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah there it is but yeah stumble upon was a was a chrome plugin and it, you would give your interests and then it would just randomly give you a website for those interests. And you would find like websites that like you would never, ever find, but this, you just stumbled upon them. It was a brilliant <laughs> yeah, fucking plugin. It, it just put me on uh, the SpaceX Reddit. There you go. There you go. There you go. So, um, nice, yeah, I get a lot, yeah. a lot of tech, tech subreddits are really good too. Like iOS, the iOS ones are great. And or like the, all the Apple ones, all the, you know, windows. Yeah, I do like build a piece, build a PC, PC master race is really Battle good. Battle stations is pretty, if you want to. Battle stations is good. Yeah. PC porn. Um, there you go. By that, like for I the more tech, sexy PCs, not porn right. on PC. The, yeah. um, like for the more tech side of things, like I do like the sysadmin channel, the max sysadmin channel. Yep. Um, so yeah, then fucking Reddit's amazing. Just gotta be careful, but yeah, Kutako, dude, that's fucking sad. Yeah, of an era. Um, that shit's really gonna go down. Literally the last guy to be breaking hot stories. Yeah, I don't like, feel I'm, like it even happens. Besides what? him, like, yeah, who the fuck else is I, breaking game industry yeah. stories? Yeah. It's not really the only person. The other only like journalist name I know is Paul Tassi, but he's not mm-hmm. breaking. He's just reporting on current events and current happenings. Yeah, yeah he talks a lot about right. Destiny. He's Forbes. He's, a, he's Forbes. Yeah, he yeah. is Forbes. Yeah. Felix has been a fan of him for a long time. Yeah, him and uh, Eric um, Kane. Hmm. I think his name's Eric. It's Kane. funny. Bloomberg and fucking Forbes have the best game writers. Yeah. Those two guys are fucking great. 
Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's, I mean, I'm still going to, he's still going to be breaking it. Like I, I listened to an interview because it's funny after he announced this, uh, Greg Miller interviewed him this past week. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. And he talked about like, he's like, I'm, I'm pretty much not changing what I'm doing, just where I'm doing it. Right. Sure. It's just where it gets posted. <laughs> he still has all of his contacts and his inside source. Oh, of course. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's not like he's going to stop writing the writing. He's going to probably do less game reviews is what he said. He said he probably won't be reviewing games like he would on like he did, he did the review for Final Fantasy VII on Kotaku, but mm. um, he probably won't be doing more of that. He said, but either way, I he I go to him for what I want to know what's happening in these studios. Like that's yeah. like the only way right. to find that out, more or less. He's got a really good finger on the pulse. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll probably still bop around Kotaku a little bit because the one thing I do like is uh is Tim Robbins content. Okay, is that like is that like real dry? dude he's done like a lot of uh, the first video series i saw of him he actually did final fantasy 7 the original yeah uh, translated where he like provided context for oh yeah what the translation should have been and how bad they were when it was originally uh-huh. reported because he like lived and worked in japan for like you know i don't know 10 years or something um but his sense of humor is just so fucking deadpan and dry that it's like fucking hilarious <laughs> right. and the other day i just saw i didn't watch the whole thing because the whole this whole review is 40 minutes but he pre-reviewed cyberpunk 2077 based on all of the footage and the pre-reviews that we got right and <laughs> wow he spent five minutes talking about a bomber jacket he was wearing and why it was important and then he eventually was like this game this game is the bomber jacket of rpg the open world rpgs in the in september <laughs> it's like it's, it's so fucking deadpan and roundabout i'm just like this is this is good content oh it. So, but beyond that i'm over the you know, Animal Crossing articles, the how to do the thing that I just did in the game. Yeah, here's five the minutes ago for articles. You. When like, Final Fantasy VII broke my heart, chasing a pig proved a strangely, strangely therapeutic. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. I guess I'll read that. Dancing through our bad year. Mario Maker 2's update. Okay, yeah, well, it's all clickbait, man. That's what yeah. it's, that's what it's there for. Yup, yup, yup. There for clicks. Yeah, guys. Well, it's good to well, have well. you back, Lock. Great having you. Love, love it. It's yeah, man. It's, it's, um, it's crazy that outside of quarantine, Discord shows are easier for me. And inside of quarantine, when it should <laughs> be easier for me, they're more difficult for me. So, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully I can be on next week. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Have the crew back together, even if we're keep, keep miles us posted, apart. Keep you know. Keep us posted. Yeah, man, of course. Of course. Cool. Should I take us out? I think that's sure. about it. Well, I've been Neo Ayoshi. You can follow me at Twitter, Neo underscore Ayoshi. Um, oh, yeah, I should probably tell you. Um, upcoming this May 1st, um, I'm on the stream team for Pause Your Game, uh, okay. the charity organization uh, that... I should have done this at the top of the show, Jesus. Yeah. Um, a charity organization that um, uh, was raising money to like help put a stop to kill shelters and find homes for animals that need homes. And tr- it's they're trying to fund shelters to provide a better place for animals to live before they transition into homes pretty mm. much. Right. Um, so I already raised money for them uh, for one twenty four hour stream, but I am working with a stream team now over the course of May. Wait, hang on, I'm going to bring up my, my info here over the course between May 1st and 3rd, uh, a whole group of streamers are going to be streaming to raise money for pause your game again. Um, my block is Friday night, May 1st, uh, on, I think it's, it's eight to about 10 PM, eight to about 10 or 11 PM. And that's my, uh, set goal to raise money between then. And, um, I have incentives like, uh, I'm going to have someone cut my hair. 
uh, on camera or diet. We'll see. I'll do shots of hot sauce uh, for certain amounts of money raised. Yes, I can handle it. I can handle it. Um, so please look forward to that. So follow me there yeah, at twitch.tv slash awesome. and I will uh, hopefully see people there. Yeah, hit that on the top of next week. Yeah, I'll do that. I forgot. You brought it in this week, so you know, I was like, shit. Yeah, all good. Oopsie. All That's right, awesome. who's next? Uh, this is Felix Hergood. Uh, at Felix Hergood everywhere, Twitch, Mixer. Um, and my primary game focuses right now are the new Wastelanders content. Um, and then I might get back into Death Stranding. That's what I'm thinking Ooh. about. Thinking about. So I'll just the most it. relevant game of our yeah. time. I still periodically play State of Decay 2 as well. I mean, if you guys ever want to cross-play, it's actually fun. It's enjoyable. I mean, it's not that I don't. I, I just, just haven't, brought it, I haven't brought it up to you, too. Like I, I've been playing pretty, pretty regularly. My Fallout crew basically moved over, and we play State of Decay 2 periodically. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys could be, you know, one of these days, you know. Yeah, you, you, I could. You're right. It's only a couple clicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a couple clicks. You. I'll text you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am Trip Zero. Uh, you guys can find me on mixer.com slash Trip Zero TV. Mondays through Fridays, a, a 12 p.m. Or is it, yeah, noon to 5 p.m. Uh, except for Thursdays, where I stream on the Gamer Access Weekly channel. That's GAW or GA Weekly, mixer.com slash GA Weekly, another gaming news organization. So we're kind of getting our fingers into a lot of other news places out there. That's what I'll be tomorrow, 2 to 5, playing the Division 2 because uh, I need my service game itch because Destiny's in the dumpster. And then back again on my own channel Friday doing a Final Fantasy 7 remake. So that's where you can find me. And all my socials are Trip Zero TV. Very, very easy to find. Nice. Uh, you could find me on Twitter at lock underscore key. Um, I don't really stream, but if I do go live, for whatever reason, I would tweet it out first. So just follow me there. Um, If you'd like to see me trying to pick fights with Bungie developers, that's what I usually do with my time on Twitter right now, (laughs) is uh, pick fights with people because I'm quarantined and angry. Um, But yeah, follow me on Twitter, uh, at lock underscore key. Thanks for listening. Cool. See you guys next week. See you. Uh, the one other thing I was going to say is, if you're already subscribed, to, if you're already subscribed <laughs> to the show, tell your friends. That's it. I'm done. Yes, friends. tell your friends. Yeah, do that. I'm Thanks out. All right, goodbye. Bye. Artist wants to know what we're drinking tonight. Um, show, show him, Felix. What are you drinking? Heineken Zero. <laughs> Non-alcoholic Zero? Heineken, right here. Baby. I'm drinking. Big old fucking bottle of water. Wait, that's a wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> it's a non-alcoholic Heineken. Yep. I don't even. Is it? Is it? I said all, all the carbs. Zero fun. Point zero. <laughs> that's great. I'm, I'm drinking a Dogfish Head 60 minute IPA. 60 okay. minutes, be good. I'm mm-hmm. hydrating. I, I also have but one. Then, but then I'm, I'm gonna, also. I'm gonna do water. Also. A, a, an old fashioned. <laughs>